Are dreams just random images fired from an unconscious brain during sleep? Or something much more important, like life-saving inner guidance? How dreams can be healing and early warning tools for disease, financial crisis, or success. And love is still one of the behavioral science's greatest unanswered questions. Hello, I'm your host, author Kat O'Keefe Cannabis. Welcome to Dreaming Healing, where dreams and cutting edge scientific research meet on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Dreaming Healing is every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific when you can call in and ask cat questions about your amazing dreams. Talk on air. Call toll-free 833-220-1200. That's 833-220-1200. Come live your dreams out loud with Cat. Good evening, everyone. I'm your host, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis, but my friends all call me Kat, so I hope you will too. And uh, this is Dreaming Healing on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. We're all about dreams on my show. And last week's show was titled Dreams, Colors, Numbers, and the Dead. Um, and we shared personal dreams and nightmares with you, the audience that you had sent us. They were true dreams from real people like you. And they dealt with colors and animals and numbers um, and deceased loved ones. And the things that's so amazing about the dreams you sent us is all the symbolism that's in dreams. Dreams are like a picture that comes to life when you go to sleep and the picture like jumps out of its frame and starts dancing and, and starts juggling numbers. And it's doing all these things which are actually um, plays on words because we may hear people talking to each other in our dreams or talking to us. And quite often that will be a play on words too, but every symbol, every synchronicity, that then bleeds through into your waking world. All of that is the amazing dream world. So uh, Reverend Rachel Love and I have been doing a series of your dreams that you've been sending into us. And I've got to tell you, I have just been loving every minute of it. And tonight's show is titled Dreams Unmasked. There are no bad dreams. They're only wonderful dreams. It's very easy to forget a sweet dream where everybody's um, singing or just walking around with you and it doesn't seem like anything big is happening. It's just like everyday occurrences. It's very easy to forget that when you wake up and there's always a message in every single dream. And maybe the message in a sweet dream that you don't remember is, hey, you just needed to really rest, go into REM, rapid eye movement, bounce from one dream to another, have fun in your sleeping world, and wake up refreshed. Maybe that was your message. So why would we have these horrible nightmares that just jolt us awake, maybe even are painful? We're going to talk about that tonight. Well, because 
those dreams are almost impossible to forget. And the message in that dream is so important that our spirit guides and guardian angels wake us up with that frightening dream. And if we don't get the message, it becomes a recurrent nightmare. And a recurrent nightmare or a recurrent dream is a dream with a really important message for us that we're just not getting. We're just not figuring out that message. So our inner spirit, our inner guidance, our inner selves, our guardian angels go, okay, I guess that dream language didn't work. Let's give it to her again in a different way, a different setting. But we'll make sure it's another nightmare. And until you figure out that message in the dream, in the nightmare, they're going to keep happening. Hey, that's why they're called recurrent. <laughs> they keep happening. So figure out the message, solve the riddle of the dream, and it'll stop. We're going to be talking about that tonight too. So um, again, there are no bad dreams. Nightmares are gifts in disguise. And this show is filled with dreams from listeners with you tonight. And we're going to interpret your dreams. And then we're going to be using producer Reverend Rachel Love's dream cards from the mystical world for dream validation. Getting that, you know, second opinion on what we would think the dream, your dream, were saying to us if it were our dream. Because remember, your dreams are really your messages, but when they are showing us universal symbolism. Sometimes they do that so that someone else might be able to help you with that dream. So we've re received so many emails and mails from you with your dreams in them, uh, from listeners on social media, followers, uh, in, in our um, churches and religious groups that we decided we needed to really focus on them. Some of these nightmares have been ruling the dreamer's life. Yeah, imagine having your sleeping world ruling your waking world instead of your waking world ruling your sleeping world. And that's because our dreams are a microcosm of our waking world. So change the ending of your recurrent lucid dream. Usually after you've had them a few times, they become lucid because when you start to dream that dream again, you go, oh no, not that nightmare again. As soon as you say that in your dream, it's become lucid. You're aware of the fact that you're dreaming. So on this show tonight, Reverend Rachel Love and I will delve into those confusing dreams and frightening nightmares and what their possible mean meanings might be. But before we do that, we have a real treat. Reverend Rachel is, gonna is going to lead our meditation tonight. I know usually I do it, but it's always so nice to be able to sit back and just feel my body vibrating with someone else's meditation. 
And Reverend Rachel has incredible meditations, incredible ones. So um, without further ado, welcome to the show, Reverend Rachel. Oh, here I am. Hello. How are you? It's always fun to be here. I mean, I look forward to these, right? <laughs> no. These are the best. And I've been getting letters and stuff, too, from these dream stuff. Just a couple of times I've been on your show. So mm -hmm. uh, thank you. I got to make sure I said that right. Thank you. <laughs> or should I say thanks for the extra work? Appreciate that. You know, <laughs> You know, I just have to warn our, our listeners. And for those of you who are only listening and not watching, you can see Reverend Rachel and I. If you go to my website, uh, go up into the search bar and type in the queen of dreams, the queen of dreams. And you'll see, I will come up um, maybe about four down. You'll see my website, click on the website and up in the right. And the, actually I moved it. It's over in the left hand okay. corner of my website. There's a button that says dream vision seven radio show. Click the button. It will take you to my website page on dream vision seven radio network. Dreaming Healing is the name of the page. And you'll see a little tiny uh, uh, TV with the antenna coming off of it. Click that. It'll take you right to the TV show. And you will get to see Reverend Rachel and I in the flesh. So um, don't just listen. Watch us because, hey, we're kind of funny. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Funny, funny looking at your no, wait a <laughs> <laughs> Especially when we blow right through the commercials for oh, our show yeah. because we're oh. so into your dreams that we forget to watch the time. Time stands still on this show and it feels like it's five minutes. So I'm going to stop talking now and I'm going to let Reverend Rachel Love take us on a meditation. Let's take do a quick meditation. Just some. Um, Take a quick breath in and back out. I want to do three quick breaths, okay? Another one back in and out and in and out. I want this three quick breaths because I want to get the blood flow going. I want you to be fully aware of what's going on. I don't want you to be drowsy. I don't want you to be coughing. I want you just to be fully ready to go. Let's put our arms down to our sides. If, of course, as, as she always says, if you are driving, do not do that. But put your arms to the side, relax a little bit. Get yourself comfortable if possible. I'll take your shoes off, ground yourself. And I want you to imagine, if you would, a peaceful garden. Let's call it, let's call it the, um, well, garden's a good name for it. Just a beautiful place where you can be rested. It's quiet and relaxing. And you hear some little sounds in the background, little bird sounds, little wind blowing, but it's a very quiet, comfortable garden. There you go, yeah. As we sit in this garden, I want you to appreciate the silence. No outside noises, no bothersome noises, no noises at all, just silence. And in the silence is magic. For in the silence, God can speak to you. Superconscious can come up through your feet, through you as if you were a tree planted in that garden, up and through and out all your arteries and all your nerves, 
out like branches out into the world. Imagine yourself planted in that garden as this tree, a tree of life perhaps, a tree full of blessings, full of love, prosperity, health, happiness, branches full of good things. Imagine eternity going, coming and going forward and backwards, and you stand firmly planted in the superconscious, firmly planted in God's presence. And you are a blessing to those around you. For just a moment, imagine. But because of time constraints, I need to come back into reality for a moment. But I want to share with you how important it is to be grounded in truth, how important it is to be cemented, for say, into God's love, into God's wisdom, to become fruitful, healthy, happy, and a blessing to others. And welcome back. Namaste. Ah, uh, that felt so good. I know it was quick, oh. but we're on limited time. But it's so important that we find ourselves and imagine ourselves in the foundation of God's love. It just, and the, the tree is a vision I see over and over again with our roots down in there and producing the blessing that we're, we should have. You know what I saw, Reverend Rachel, when I was yeah. doing the meditation, I saw a round blazing red circle with a hole in it. It was like a donut, a blazing red donut. And it stayed in front of me the whole time it was really beautiful. I was working in chakras and it was a chakra energy coming to help you do some, some, some work. That's cool. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So for our listeners and our, and our audience that, that that's watching us, here's what we're going to do. We're going to share some, some dreams with you and that, that, that were sent into us. Um, and then, um, uh, Reverend Rachel is going to pull one of her dream cards and for validation. And then what I'm going to do is because I believe that tarot cards are nothing but symbolism. It, they work off of universal symbolism and they're, and they're just so full of symbolism. I don't believe there is any evil in tarot cards. The only things that ever have evil are things you put the evil into. So what I'm going to do is, is look at my chart for what Reverend Rachel's dream card would be if it were a tarot card, almost as a second type of validation. Okay? Are we ready? We're ready. Okay, why, why don't we start out with the dream that came into you, that was sent into you in a letter? All right, a letter. I mean, yeah. this is a pretty heavy one here. Yeah. This is, uh, somebody said, I had a nightmare, and it's haunting me for years. Let me say that evening, I hadn't been feeling well, so I took some meds and I went to sleep. In my nightmare, I had been asleep and my friend called asking me to go for a walk with her. So when I got out of bed to join her, something started attacking my feet and legs. It felt like fire ants, only worse. Hot electrical pains 
as if your limbs had been asleep feeling, you know. When I lifted my feet up, it would stop. I forced myself to get up and whatever was attacking my feet and legs started attacking my whole body. I was crying out in pain, but my friend and her dog didn't feel it. I then started hearing screams and moans and voices calling out to me, but no one else felt or heard anything. I felt as if I was losing touch with reality because the pain in my feet and legs plus the screaming and moaning and voices were becoming so intense. I begged my friend to take me to a psych hospital for treatment. I was begging the doctor to give me something to knock me out and I was being ignored. I woke up screaming and to my roommate, help me, help me, help me. She woke me up and talked to me for hours. Every time I started to fall asleep, I could feel the pain starting all over again. I didn't sleep all night. I felt and still wonder if it was a psychotic break. Any insight would help. Thank you. That's pretty heavy. Oh, it is. That, that is a really, really heavy dream. Um, do you want to start with it? or? Well, I have to say they took meds before going to sleep. They didn't feel good, took medication. So medication, of course, can have impact on our dreams because it, you know, depending what kind of medication it was. But worried about uh, a psychiatric uh, break also um, shows some insight and some concerns about uh, clear thinking and different things. But the pain walking and not wanting to walk gave me the impression that they felt trapped and couldn't get out of whatever situation we're in. They, when they try to leave, it's too much painful, but there, nobody could help them with the pain. Nobody could help them leave. So it was, seemed like they really felt trapped and alone. And um, the fact that they felt pain during the dream was something that's not normal. Mm -hmm. As we mentioned before, another show and other times, um, you are the queen of dreams and you gave me a lot of insight over the years that you don't usually feel pain in dreams. So that means something special about this. Mm -hmm. And the fact that the dream has happened over and over again, yet the main concern appears to be whether or not it was a psychiatric break as opposed to some other kind of message shows there was some concern about where the thought processes are or if um, they've had a problem in the past and worry about that repeating itself. There's a lot in there. And mm -hmm. um, I'm seeing trapped. I'm seeing um, I feel alone. They have no help. And they're worried if they can handle the, the world and the situation around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. I, I absolutely do. Um, she did take meds before she went to sleep. And your meds can very definitely affect your dreams. Some meds keep people from actually dreaming at all. Yes. Other meds make people have tremendous nightmares because it stimulates other parts of the brain after they go to sleep and go into REM. So the meds may have had something to do with it, but what really, uh, what I found very, very interesting was the pain that she had in the dream because most dreams, there's a type of dream called a waking dream. And uh -huh. that's where you dream that you woke up and you really think that you woke up in your dream and you're walking around doing things and then suddenly you're getting ready to get on the school bus or the, or, or the city bus and the doors open and Mickey Mouse is driving and you go, what? And you suddenly realize you're still sleeping, but it's felt very real. 
one of the tricks you can do to wake yourself up is to pinch yourself. When you pinch yourself, the pain will wake you up because you can't really feel pain in a dream. So if you're pinching yourself in your dream and you're not feeling pain, that will usually trigger you to wake up going, why am I not feeling any pain? Why, why is there no pain? But she was having pain in her dream. Yeah. Now I understand that she did have some medical conditions, but at that time, the medical conditions had abated. So it wasn't um, that she was having a bad relapse with that. However, sometimes our illnesses are a result of our emotional illness. In other yeah. words, yes. yeah. the emotion came first, a heartbreak yeah. of some kind. And what happened after that is the body cried. The heart broke and the body <laughs> cried. Yes. And it yeah. cries out in pain. So um, I'm wondering if the meds she took or were taking um, addressed the physical ailments, the disease that was going on, the dis-ease that was going on with her body, but it didn't touch the emotional dis-ease. It was only touching the physical. And so in this nightmare, her emotions were saying to her, we're in pain. We're in pain. Our legs are in pain. And the reason I'm saying our is because there were other people in her dream. And we are all aspects of ourselves in our dream. So when she was wondering if she was having a psychiatric break, what she may have been having was an inner shattering of selves. There was separation of selves within, and they were all coming to her rescue. And she was saying, I'm in such pain. I'm in such pain. And her inner self was looking at her going, yeah, yeah, but, 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 you know, it's, it's not, it's not really physical <laughs> because her inner self knew she was dreaming, even though she didn't realize it. And the pain she was feeling was emotional and it was in her legs and in her feet, um, like things were crawling on her, holding her back, ants or bugs or whatever. And, and when we have pains in our legs, our legs are our pillars of strength. They hold us up. They keep us strong. They allow us mobility. And so her strength was toppling. Her strength was under attack. Her strength was in pain. And that's what that dream says to me. Yes, you may have overcome the symptoms, the physical symptoms in your waking world of this dis-ease, but its origin is still active within your emotions, your heart, your inner self, and all of your inner selves are coming to your rescue in your dream. Would a psychiatrist 
have been able to help her, possibly. A psychiatrist, if they're, if they're versed in dreams, might have said, okay, you're, um, you're feeling shattered. You're having separation of selves, like a Sybil. You know that, that, that book, Sybil? No. Yes. Sybil? You're having a Sybil moment within your dream. Not, not, not in, the, in the real world, but in the waking world, but in your dream, which means you're under stress. You're under extreme stress. Like when I was going through cancer treatment, I had a Sybil moment often in my dreams. And I met many of my inner selves. And some of them were, were men. Some of them were boys. But that's because they were reassuring me that I was not alone. And they're in her dream to reassure her that she is not alone. They're there for her. And they will help her get to the root. Your legs are your roots. Your roots going down into the ground. This is your trunk, your root. Yeah. Get to the root of the problem for a total healing. Well, it's probably break time, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> we probably went through the break again, I bet. Let's see what time it is. Yeah, we did. Oh, we did yes. <laughs> for three minutes. <laughs> okay, so don't go away. We'll be right back after this break. Yes, that's what we do. What if dreams can diagnose your life? What if we can meet the love of our life in dreams? Join host Cat O'Keefe Cannabis, the number one internationally best-selling author of Dreams That Can Save Your Life, written with Duke University medical doctor, Larry Burke. Dreaming Healing is where we'll explore dreams, research, and interpret dreams from you, the caller. Dreaming Healing Shows can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Come live your dreams out loud with Cat. Are miracles real? Can you move from mayhem to miracles? 30 prominent authors say yes as they share their high fives and down lows of challenges, abuse, addiction, and love. Experience hope, the magic elixir of miracles, through the personal stories of New York Times best-selling authors James Redfield, Dr. Bernie Siegel, Sister Jenna, Reverend Temple Hayes, and many more. If you like bestsellers, chaos to clarity, and crappy to happy, you'll love crying and laughing through Mayhem to Miracles, sacred stories of transformational hope, available now on Amazon and in bookstores worldwide. Did you know that every word you speak matters? What you say and how you say it can make or break a relationship or shift the outcome of any situation. Are your conversations making a difference? Faith in God, gratitude, authenticity, and giving are Teresa Velarde's heart. It's in this spirit that she's focused on making a difference in the lives she's blessed to touch. Conversations That Make a Difference is now on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. 
world facing annihilation, a miraculous African nun rises to become the first female pope through a web of war, murder, and betrayal. Loved by some, hated by many, she becomes the deadly target of Islamic terrorists and her own cardinals as she introduces a new vision that will either save humanity or accelerate its destruction. Four people must race against a nuclear holocaust to learn her astonishing secret. Pope Annalisa is available at PeterCanova.com, Amazon, and other online booksellers and bookstores worldwide. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. And we're back. I have to apologize. I had somebody come visiting me, I guess, and walked around the background back there. I wasn't expecting all that. <laughs> While you were doing the interpretation. So I apologize, audience, for that. I was not expecting that. Do we <laughs> want to do a card real quick for that last dream? Yes, we do. Yeah. I just want to welcome everybody back to uh, Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Uh, you're watching Dreaming Healing and Reverend Rachel Love. And I, I'm your host, Cat Cannabis, just did a dream and now we're going to draw a card on it. All right. Card. Card okay. will jump out for Reverend Rachel Love. It'll make itself known. It'll like do a little jig in her hand. <laughs> jump out and do a dance on Come the on. floor. Not this one. It's here someplace. Where are you, card? All right. Hold on. There we go. That's are you the one? Mm-hmm. It looks like it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Five of Pentacles. Oh my goodness. All right. That's interesting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay um definitely the past definitely the past is throwing up from previous life relationships mm -hmm. from the past seeking answers from the ones that have gone um can't seem to look forward spending a lot of time in the past can't get past the broken love lots of uh lots of good stuff in that card Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the, the pentacles, to me, the pentacles always dealt with money, jobs, mm -hmm. um, wealth. It's an earth card. These are things that, that people don't worry about in heaven. <laughs> I don't think they worry about money up there. And so the, the five of pentacles deals with um, unemployment or being in a job you really don't like. It's also a card of feeling very lonely and unappreciative and unappreciated. And so when we look at her dream, her legs, um, you know, are, are what are affected here. And her legs are her roots. And they're also her pillars of strength. So I'm really, you know, I, I've, I've spoken to so many people, Reverend Rachel, who have said, you know, I hate my job. I really can't stand the people I work with. And it often will, uh, it will show itself in disease. Disease yeah. will happen because they are unhappy and they don't feel that they are, they are, um, 
being um, respected or being um, being um, I, I, being I, appreciated for sure. Yeah, appreciated, and they feel like they are are always toppling over. Like people are pushing them, pushing them. When, when you're in a job you don't like, and so I'm. I wonder. I don't. I don't know this woman, but I think with the card you pulled from the the, the dream validation, mm -hmm. I, it suddenly answers a lot of big questions. Yes, yeah. maybe you can take medication to to um, uh, deal with your physical symptoms in your waking world when you're in a job you don't like, but as soon as you go to bed at night, oh, it all comes out. All right, we have another dream. I think we covered that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So this dream, I'm gonna actually take, it's a really short one. It's out of the my book that I wrote with Dr. Larry Burke, Dreams That Can Save Your Life. And uh, this dream was written down by a doctor who's a pediatrician. And the title of the dream is Up, Up, Up. And it's by Kathy Kemper. Well, she says, while doing my pediatric residency training at the University of Wisconsin, one of my tasks was to do a daily physical examination of each child who had undergone bone marrow transplant usually for cancer. Needless to say, most children do not like to awaken early in the morning in the hospital for a physical exam and a blood draw. One morning, one of the little girls was already up and incredibly cheerful. What's going on, I asked. You sure are in a good mood today. She answered confidently. That's because my blood count is going up, up, up today. Well, that would be great, Dr. Kathy said, but we usually won't expect to see the blood count rise for another day or two. Why do you think they'll go up today? And the little girl explained, I had a dream last night that the thermometer was going up, 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 and that that meant my blood count was going up, up, up. Curious, we did the exam and sent her blood test off as usual. Indeed, her blood counts had dramatically increased days before expected. That has made me respect patients' dreams and pay attention to their clues. It could have meant she would develop a fever. After all, it is a thermometer going up, but she interpreted her own dream and it was accurate. So, you know, it's amazing. Our dreams not only, much like the first dream that we just did, uh, Reverend Rachel, our dreams not only tell us what's going on in our waking world, tells us what's going on in our waking body and our sleeping body. Our dreams can tell us what's going on that's causing a disease or causing us to heal. And that's what this dream was. It was a healing dream. Very simple. Yeah. Using symbolism, using the thermometer, simple thing for a child to understand. But instead of it being interpreted as her inner self didn't say, no, you don't have a fever, your blood cell count is going up because 
what does the mercury look like in a thermometer? It's red. It looks like blood going up, yeah. up, up. But, yes. So um, let's pull a card out. Yeah, what do you think of that? I thought it's interesting because um, her perspective as a child, what the mom meant compared to an adult who look at it. And sometimes it's important that these dreams are, well, not important. The dreams are customized for the person receiving them. Mm -hmm. So it might be their favorite dog or it might be a dog that looks like, you know, a rabbit or something. But to that person, that is what a dog looks like. That is what a thermometer, that's what a blood pressure thing looks like. You know, it depends culture and education and experience. The symbolism can be different. Mm -hmm. Yes, it, it, it depends on the person. I always say this. That's why really and truly, although you and I are attempting to interpret these dreams, the dreamer is the real interpreter. You out there who are sending us the dreams, you're the real interpreter. We're telling you what the dream sounds like to us if it were our dream. But when you listen to us, I want you to ask yourself, does this sound right to me? Or is there something else that maybe I missed telling Reverend Rachel and Kat that is an important part of my dream for me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got another dream? Yeah, let's pull a card on this one, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> card, oh, card, oh, card, oh, card. Got to get high enough so the camera sees it. All right. This one here looks like it. Yeah. <laughs> Nine of Cups. Nine of Cups. Oh, I love that. Okay, tell us what the Nine of Cups means to you. Well, it shows me, the pictures show me that they're doing some traveling, that they're not alone, their they're, uh, partner, their soulmates with them, somebody's an angel's with them as they travel through this, they're not alone. It shows me um, that we are at a place of love and loving embrace. And um, in essence, I'm seeing an angel with that child protecting the angel and helping them as they travel through this stuff and giving them a jump ahead by flying ahead of the problem and bring them to a better place. And that's basically what I'm seeing there for that dream. Mm. So to me, the nine of cups is the, the love card. It's the water card. Um, and it's the, the card of, of happiness and the nine of, of cups is the, the card of wishes, wishes and dreams come true. That's, that's the title of that card. And here this little girl had a dream and it came true. So it was kind of a healing prophetic dream because she didn't know what those um, blood tests were going to come back as. And they were exactly what she had dreamed. Her, her dream came true. So great card. I, th I think that card summed it all up beautifully. So this dream is actually going to be mine. I had this dream last night. Oh, wow. Yeah, I dreamt in my dream. I ran into, in my dream, uh, a girl that I 
had uh, worked with as part of the team of Wake Up Women. And she was a big business person. She, she was just a business dynamo. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, uh, her, her, her thing was to teach other people how to be great business people. And she always read, wore red lipstick. And so in the dream, she came up to me and she said, Kat, are you, are you going to join my group? Are you going to join my group again? And I said, you know, um, I, don't, I don't know that I'm going to, but I will borrow your lipstick. And I took her red lipstick and I put it on. And if, if any of you ever noticed, I never wear red lipstick. I, I just don't. I mean, it just, you know, I don't know why. I'm, I'm not that comfortable in it. But in my dream, I put this red lipstick on and I looked at myself in it and I thought, wow, I don't usually wear that, but I, I need, I, I think I kind of need to have it on. And I woke up and I came down and checked my emails and I had an email from her inviting me, <laughs> inviting me to a big power business power event she was doing and I thought oh my goodness there's my dream I don't really want to to go I can't really go to the power event I'm I'm too busy getting ready to travel to California getting ready for Christmas but I do love her power so much I'll actually put some of it on myself and so I used it tonight and what that is I call a synchronicity and a precognitive dream I didn't know she was sending me an email. And yet the next morning, there it is. And the synchronicity is using the power of lipstick. Lipstick is powerful woman. Uh, Red lips, you know they mean business. There was a movie I saw up on Cape Cod. And um, these these mousy women um, on Cape Cod um, that nobody took very seriously when they needed to go to the men to get them to do something and pay attention to them, they would put on this bright red lipstick and men, the men were scared. <laughs> and so, you know, that's, that's kind of what I felt like this dream was. It's put on this lipstick. And then today I, I, I was doing some very powerful business. Um, so yeah, a synchronicity dream that was also precognitive and I got to connect with my friend in the dream that I haven't seen in a very long time. And it was, it was a great dream. So we have like two minutes before we have to go to break. So let's, should we pull a card on it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Red lipstick. Yeah. Red lipstick. Getting powerful just by bringing up her memory in that flash you took. The power came back up. You took some mm-hmm. of it home with you. It wasn't forgotten. <laughs> you refreshed your memory. By refreshing your your lipstick or your makeup, yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. All right, let's see. Red lipstick card. Red lipstick card. There we go. Red lipstick card. Two of Pentacles. Ooh. Decision. 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 Decisions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. The the. Two of Pentacles is the is a balanced card when it comes to communication, and there were two of us in the dream, <laughs> so I think that's true. And it was dealing with money. Pentacles is money, uh, and it's business, and it's powerful. So balance um, with uh, communication 
and how it will, the communication will bring powerful change. And that communication was I was communicating with red, powerful lipstick. You made a decision that you're going to be more powerful. And it was just a reminder of who you are, something you went through. And so some of that training you had earlier popped back out again. And you're right, it is, it is break time already. <laughs> I know. These, these, the, I swear these, uh, these shows go so fast. So don't go away. You're watching Dreaming Healing on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. And we'll be right back. What if dreams can diagnose your life? What if we can meet the love of our life in dreams? Join host Cat O'Keefe Cannabis, the number one internationally best-selling author of Dreams That Can Save Your Life, written with Duke University medical doctor Larry Burke. Dreaming Healing is where we'll explore dreams, research, and interpret dreams from you, the caller. Dreaming Healing Shows can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Come live your dreams out loud with Cat. Omega Institute, offering workshops, retreats, and online learning dedicated to awakening the best in the human spirit. For over 40 years, Omega has seen more than 1 million people come through its doors to grow, learn, and find a greater sense of purpose. Located in Rhinebeck, New York, just 90 miles north of New York City, Omega's natural environment and quiet pace allow for extraordinary experiences to unfold. Learn more at eomega.org or call 800-944-1001. Why are we here? How can we be happy? Questions asked from millennials to boomers. Crappy to happy. Sacred stories of transformational joy answers them using true stories of grit, grace, and love. James Redfield, author of The Celestine Prophecy, wrote in the foreword, This book is a seminar about emerging truths and offers grounded solutions through the art of the comeback. Dr. Bernie Siegel, a contributing author, wrote, Bodies die, but spirits and consciousness survive and recycle. So grab some tissues, open your book, and prepare to cry and laugh till it heals. Crappy to Happy by Reverend Ariel Patricia and Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and booksellers worldwide. Darkest hours to brightest moments. Transformation from despair to happiness. And chaos to clarity. Real people, real pain, real healing. Life-threatening illness, death, Abusive relationships, divorce, and overcoming addiction are challenges these men and women faced head-on. See how they emerged stronger and happier. Buy the new book, Chaos to Clarity, Sacred Stories of Transformational Change by Reverend Patricia Caginello and Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Available on sacredstoriespublishing.com and worldwide through Amazon and other retailers. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back. 
welcome back to Dreaming Healing on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. I'm your host, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis, but my friends all call me cats. Hope you will too. And we have Reverend Rachel Love with us, who's the producer, one of the producers on uh, Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. And we're doing the show together tonight because, gosh, we have so much fun when we do. Uh, if you are watching our show for the first time and you want to see um, all of our, our other shows, um, you can go to my website on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uh, and you can find that by going to my website, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis, or The Queen of Dreams. Just type that into Google search, and you'll see my website come up. And when it comes up at the top are these little black buttons. Push the second button from the left. It'll take you there. Look for the archives on my page, click that, and you get to watch all the other shows that Reverend Rachel Love and I did together <laughs> and where we blew right through the commercials again. We just can't seem to help ourselves and we're together. But um, yeah, uh, welcome back to the show. And so this is the third and last session of the show and it goes so fast. So um, I want to get right into a dream that I uh, worked with a woman on who was at my Dreams Unmasked workshop. Yeah, tell me about that. I kind of, I heard about it a little too late. That was over at the uh, campus, Unity Campus in St. Pete. Yes, yes. It, it was very successful. It was great. And she had been having this dream for years, like 10 or 15 years, this recurrent mm -hmm. nightmare. And so as soon as she chose a mask, like I've got Jester behind me here. And, and um, when she chose her mask to, to help her deal with this dream, she started crying. And she said, I just, I just have this recurrent dream over and over again where I go to work at the hospital and Nobody seems to see me. Nobody pays any attention to me. And I'm trying to get my shift. I'm trying to find out what rooms I need to go to. And I know that all of these people are depending on me to save their lives. And I don't even know where I'm supposed to go. And I keep walking up to people and saying, I, I, I don't know where to go. Where is my shift list? Where am I supposed to be? And they keep walking away from me and not answering me. And so I start just running around the hallways, frantically trying to figure out where I am. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so do you want to take that first? <laughs> uh, well, she feels like a ghost, like she's invisible, that she's not making a difference. Nobody's, of course, paying attention to her, right? So she's also, um, well, obviously overstressed at work. Yeah. That's uh, pretty obvious. But it, to me, it seems like she's speaking, but nobody's listening. So nobody's taking her input what she's trying to share, what she's trying to do. And she's beginning to doubt whether her life makes any difference at all in that hospital, if she's mm -hmm. actually accomplishing anything. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's really sad. That's a sad. It is. It is. And, and it's, and, and you hit the nail on the head when you said stress and anxiety. Yeah. This dream is a very prevalent dream. Many people have it, but they're not in the hospital. They're in wherever they work or yeah. maybe they're in college or they're in high school. And they walk into the high school building and they go, I'm supposed to be in a class. I don't remember what class I'm supposed to be in. Shoot, I don't even know where my, where my locker is. What book?
book am yeah. I supposed to have? Yeah. And you walk around going, what room am I supposed to be in? Do you know what class I'm supposed to be taking at this time? I can't find my watch. What time is it? And you have all of this stress going on and people are just looking at you and walking away. And so you wake up sobbing because you haven't, you know, you've got a test, you've got a pop quiz. You don't know where the room is. You don't remember ever going to that class before and you can't even find your book. <laughs> and that's what she was experiencing in her work. And so that to me, when I have those kind of dreams, it says, need to take a step back. You're not feeling good about yourself. You're not feeling like you're doing what you need to do. You're trying too hard. Take a step back, trust in your process, and it will happen. You will get the guidance. So what was interesting, Reverend Rachel, is I saw her like two weeks later at church. Yeah. She goes, you're not going to believe this. I had the dream again. But this time when I walked in and I said, oh, no, I'm having that nightmare again. She, she said she kind of pulled her strength together and she walked up and said, look, I'm here to do my job. If you want me to do my job, give me my list of where I need to be and what I need to do. And she said suddenly they stopped and they looked at her and they said, you know, we don't need you today. But here's your money. Anyhow, we're going to pay you to go home. And she said, she never felt so good in her life. She left. <laughs> and she never had the dream again. So. When I was younger, I had something similar about the school thing. But I knew I shouldn't be there because I'm not that a kid anymore. You know, I've mm -hmm. gone back. So I, I was trying to fit in. But I knew I didn't belong there, too. I, so I had a kind of variation of that dream. Uh, over and over again back in my 30s. Yeah, and, and that's really normal. So if you're having that kind of dream, it just means you're feeling very unsure about yourself and all of your inner selves, those were all of her inner selves in there, were as stressed as she was. So they're, you know, they're all into self-preservation. I can't deal with your problems right now. I'm dealing with my own problems, which are, are is you. <laughs> so as soon as she walked in there with confidence and said, Okay, just, just give me my list of what I'm supposed to do. I'm not stressed. They were like, well, we're not stressed either. So here's your money. Go home and we, we can handle everything. So let's just kind of pull a card on that. Yeah, it's just looking around now. Let's see. There we go. The Ace of Wands. Ooh. The, Ace of Wands. the Wands. Magic. The Ace of Wands. It's... Oh, I love that card. That what does that card mean to you, Reverend Rachel? Well, it's the beginning of something. It's the beginning of something. It's, it's a, a, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a empowerment, beginning of a of an empowerment, beginning to take charge, begin to know who you are. You know, it's it's the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's an idea that's bringing forth. And that's kind of what you had. Yeah. Yeah. So if you look at the tarot cards, the ace of wands, all of the aces are always hands from heaven coming down. If it's a sword, the hand's holding the sword. If it's an ace of cups, the hand is holding the cup. So the ace of wands, remember your wand is magic. You can create magic with your wand. It looks dead. It looks like a nothing. But you want, want wave it around and, and, and express yourself and boom magic happens and it's also 
a weapon, you can defend yourself with your wand. And it also looks like absolutely nothing like a dead piece of wood. You stick it in the ground, you add some water and boom, you've got branches. You've got things on there that you can eat. So the wands of all the tarot cards, I think personally, the wands are the strongest. The wands can give you the most. And so the Ace of Wands is a new beginning with magic. And, um, you know, all she has to potential. do is... A lot of potential. Mm-hmm. It's a new idea right up. Right. So new concept, new belief. Yeah. We've come to the end of our show. Can you believe how fast these shows are, Reverend Rachel? Oh, my gosh. Does it feel like five minutes, doesn't it? I know. And there's so much I want to do, but there's just not enough time and in the meditation i did it quick because i knew there wouldn't be enough time you know i know yeah our dreams are our inner guidance a way of our speaking with ourselves and having all of our inner selves speak with our outer self and Mm -hmm. uh because nobody knows us better than we know ourselves we just kid ourselves if we think we don't so embrace your dreams and your nightmares because your nightmares are an important message. So thank you for being with us again tonight. Send us your dreams. Send us your nightmares. We'll help you work through them. Everybody dreams, but some dreams, like in this book, save lives. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. Hey, I apologize. I'm moving slow here. Thank you for joining us this evening and a big thanks to our producer. Tune in next time to Dreaming Healing for more cutting edge research, live dream interpretations and stories with radio host and award winning author Cat O'Keefe Cannabis. Listen every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Time with call-in live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Remember, everyone dreams, but some dreams save lives. Live your dreams. Find more about Cat at KathleenO'KeefeCannabis.com. That's Kathleen with a K. O-K-E-E-F-E-K-A-N-A-V-O-S or The Queen of Dreams on Google Search. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe. Relax and enjoy. Let life flow.